welcome to episode one of the Dog Owners Pod. I've kicked off this season with the utterly brilliant, and in all seriousness, utterly brilliant Paige Lewin. Paige actually has her own podcast, Texture Talks. Texture Talks discusses the real-life experiences faced by the Afro, curly, and textured hair community. Paige is the parent of Benji, a dachshund with the most incredible character. Listen to the episode, let me know what you think, and enjoy. We've briefly touched upon the dogs, but haven't actually had a chance to be able to go in with exactly who they are, why mm-hmm. we've got them, how the fuck we've ended up with, with <laughs> dogs in the situations that we're in as well, living in London, of all places. Yeah. Fig is actually short for Figgy. I've had Labradors the whole of my life. I had already had a dog, Lily. I'll go on to Lily in a minute. Already had a dog. Life is, you know, pretty hectic right now. I'm a class A procrastinator to nope. such a severe extent that I then thought, I'm going to get a dog, another dog, a second yeah. dog. And not only is the second dog going to be an eight-week-old puppy, it's also going to be a fucking Labrador as well. So not exactly the kind of dog that you can, you know, not hate to say it, put in your handbag. Not that anyone does that anymore. And if you do, stop. But to be honest, I actually did look at rescuing and I did want to rescue a second dog. That was my whole intention. There was a story where 70, don't quote me on this, but 70 Labradors had been rescued and they'd come over. Right. There was a contract... There was a contract in Northern Ireland where they had a load of dogs that were being bred essentially to be used as service dogs and sniffer dogs, bomb disposal right. and stuff like this. So this was in the news, right, that this lovely lady, um, and I'll try and I'll link this as well, I'll link the charity, but this lovely lady in Wales had basically taken aboard this these 70 Labrador puppies. 70 labs? She took them all? Set- Seven zero. She took seventy labs. Crazy woman. Okay. To be fair, I aspire to be like this. So she took on seventy labs. I think it was like ranging from the ages of I don't know a couple of months up until the age of a year. So not even you know fully trained, well behaved labs. These are like. So I saw the advert and I was like, I need one of those. I I need one. So I actually hounded this poor rescue centre for about a month, trying desperately to rescue one of these Labrador puppies. Just watching all these videos and i think they had such a massive influx of people they i think they said they had something like thousands of applications Ooh. every day really? every day I just kept, yeah it got to the point where I, I don't think i've actually worked for the last month that i should have been working because i've just been picturing rescuing this poor lab that's obviously having the fucking time of its life being surrounded by 70 other dogs by the way i mean yeah it feels like a dog resort Exactly. So then I kind of came to the realisation that rescuing a lab wasn't going to happen. And then it just so happened that a litter, this was kind of within like the following month, a litter of labs had uh, come about within kind of family, friends, and there was one left. And I'm not going to say... Really? I'm not going to say the R-U-N-T word, but the smallest, the smallest lab of the litter was this tiny little yellow lab which i was like yeah no it's just gonna have to happen so yeah so fig that's how fig kind of came about and it's been a fucking roller coaster since hence the podcast Um, yeah so i've got fig and lily lils Mm. is seven and a half she's a pug cross jack russell lily and fig are like batman and robin um (laughs) they are insane together they just they rile each other up to to the stage where it's just like they could genuinely be my children and I know people will wince at this who actually have children but they're just no I know but I feel the same also how do they play because I always feel that bigger dogs 
have this really calm temperament, which doesn't actually make sense because according to Darwin's theory of evolution, you could kill that one and they never do. And the little one always has like a lot of anger as if like they need to work through that in like maybe therapy. I don't know. So I never understand when I see a tiny dog and a big dog play and I'm doing quotations play because in my head, that's like me playing with a lion. So in my head, I'm like, well, Labradors are really calm mannered anyway. We're not talking about like a Doberman, but that must be very interesting to watch them play because aren't they like complete opposite spectrums on like the size scale? Yeah. And the the thing about that as well is the fact that Lily very much is Batman and Fig is Robin. So you've got Lily who is the boss to the point where I even question whether or not I'm kind of her bitch. Um, it, yeah, I think everybody knows what the dynamic in the house. Absolutely. So Fig's got very good because they've grown up together and Fig has been like an eight-week-old puppy. Fig couldn't understand that she was bigger because it took a good few months for her to become bigger than Lily. Yeah. Um, so it was touch and go. There are a few hairy moments of squealing. In fact, we converted under the stairs little um, room to Fig, and I did sit in there on a couple of occasions just on my own, <laughs> just thinking like I would love to just be shut in here. <laughs> like, Liz, you know, um, like when the kids are going crazy and you just like lock yourself in like some kind of cupboard with a wine. I'm picturing that vibe. It was exactly that. I was just sat there. And what was worrying as well is that there was a kind of a camera in the room that was connected to my ex's phone as well. So he might have seen me kind of just Just sitting there there. rocking whilst the dogs are running riot in the actual house. And I was just rocking under the stairs, hidden. Pretty much. Might might as well have been in a crate at this stage. But yeah, they play, they do play really well now they absolutely love it in turn fig has learned to be chased she can't chase if she starts chasing then lily just sits there lies down and rolls on her back and she's like no we're not doing it that literally reminds me of my dating life like i i feel like i too need to learn to be chased i need to stop rolling over and lying on my back with my legs in the yeah i need side, to stop lying know? on my back with my legs spread open for any dog that's good life lesson. thank you lil's has taught me a lot she does seminars yeah. let me know i'll cop a ticket If you like the sound of what you've heard so far, please hit follow now on whichever platform you're listening to the episode on. If you hit follow now, you won't need to spend ages trying to find the podcast for your dog walks. And trust me when I say, trying to steer your excitable dog away from someone else's half-eaten pizza on the floor whilst searching for something good to listen to is stress that you simply do not need in your life. Make life easier for yourself, hit follow and enjoy the rest of the episode age seven and a half now she's just kind of like yeah eating sleeping and she's probably the most active pug cross jack russell i've ever come across i, yeah, I so don't think i've ever come across a pug a pug what what what's the cross pug cross jack russell so otherwise known as a jug that's kind of how i've now got two dogs um please okay. tell me about benj he's currently ripping up a fresh pair of slippers as we speak and you know what upsets me is he's looking right at me as he's doing <laughs> it it's the side eye (laughs) i don't understand what's wrong with he's got the devil in him so basically i'm i had a similar experience where i grew up with staffs i had staffs and i loved them and they loved me but i thought to myself these dogs are very rambunctious so i was like let me find literally googled which dog loves the most? Not joking. I could probably still pull up that, that search. <laughs> yeah. Is that actually what you got? Yeah. yeah. It's not for bants. Yeah. <laughs> Laugh away. <laughs> Amazing. Which dog loves the most? <laughs> I didn't search other things that I now struggle with, which I will entail. But 
when I searched that, it said the Dachshund. The sausage loves the most. Now, the things I did not check, it only loves one person. (laughs) So if I do decide to take this single life and throw it in the trash, I'm, I'm screwed. It won't love my partner. It will hate my partner, actually. He's my partner to him really? now. Yeah. So that's an issue. And I Googled it and it's like problems in couples. Like couples have broken up because the dog has made their like their life partner. The dog chooses. Really? So I did hear you refer to Bench as a Dachshund earlier. So we've got mm. Dachshund, Dash Hound mm. and Sausage Dog. Now yeah. I go with Dachshund, but I've heard all three. I, and there's Dixie as well. Don't get it. But Dixie. Somebody said, oh, you've got a Dixie. And I was, I thought she meant like a purse or something. And she was like, no, a Dixie. Pointed at Benji. I was like, what a sausage. Dixie. Sausage. A di- yeah, no, I've not, no, I've not come across Dixie. No, but then, I say so- Dachshund. Dachshund. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go, yeah, I'd go with that. Okay, so I am forthwith going to refer to Bench as a Dachshund, but I know that other people yeah. forthwith. I know other people will. <laughs> I just killed you off. That deadened me up. It's giving post, giving post haste. <laughs> Same vibe. I will refer to sausages as Dachshunds. I'm not even yes. sure. I don't think I've ever said forthwith in my entire life. So the fact that I'm going to say it, I'm taking it because that was fabulous. I actually randomly heard somebody today say laugh with gay abandon. And I've decided to take that too. These old medieval terms are really hitting today. <laughs> totally taking us off. No, it's off fine, topic. It's fine. Right. Okay. Benj is a Dixie Daxon sausage dog and anything else that yes. you'd like to refer to him as. Yes. Demon. And basically... <laughs> I, when I realized that he apparently was the most loving dog and didn't research anything else that a dog owner should really care about, such as temperament and other potential issues with the breed, I was like, yeah, cool sound. So before I moved to London, I was so impatient to get him that I specifically found a breeder on Gumtree that basically had a dog ready for me to pick up when I arrived the next day. My mum was like, why don't you just wait until you get there? I was like, why don't you take all of that and take it out <laughs> of my business? You're in my business. Oh, like, my God. It the was ne- ridiculous. The next day? The next day, yeah. So I came here on the 13th of Feb, and I was like, where my dog at? I was like, you ready? I went down to Kent, and I'd had little photos of him leading up to it. So in my head, it was my dog. And I yeah. actually remember the day of, they took forever to get back to me. And no word of a lie, this is at the age of 29. I called my mum crying and I was like, they aren't going to give me my dog because I sent them a message at nine and it's 12, 13. And my mum was like, you need to fucking relax. Do you have a job? Do you have a job? But you're going to sit here crying to me about the dog you can barely afford. Are you crazy? She, like, she was so angry. I was like, no, but mum, you don't understand because they haven't replied. They eventually got back to me. They were like, oh, sorry, we were just getting them ready. I was like, mm, mm, okay. Went to collect yeah, him. Thanks. And do you know what I mean? Like, you're grossly inappropriate to let this person wait. You know I've been waiting for the last month. And you're going to wait <laughs> three hours. It's, it's, it's giving vindictive, but it's all right. It's fine. So I go to <laughs> collect the dog. <laughs> I was fucking confused. And uh, he is exactly like his loud-ass mother. Look, they look exactly the same. And she was straight barking down the house. I was like, put her in the back. Get her out. Where's the puppy? 
Get her out. Fucking at me. <laughs> how many were there? Were there loads of puppets? Like how many? I don't even there know how were. many Jackson have. I don't even know. I think there were maybe six or seven. When I got there, it was down to the last two. And I knew the one that I was getting. They looked quite different. Mm. Benji, however, it was really cute. When I sat on the sofa, the two of them were there. They were so bloody small. I actually, I'm not a fan of, well, it's not that I'm not a fan of, I've not had huge dogs. Staffs mm. are kind of medium size. So yeah, I, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't mind a small dog. But I was worried that maybe, I don't know, I'd been deceived and it got like, you know, sometimes when you get something from China and it's smaller than they advertise. And what is it, AliExpress or something? Yeah, and <laughs> Ali, like you think you're getting a purse and it's like a keychain purse. I thought it was like yeah. that. And I was a bit like, oh shit, what's that? Because it was so small. And I've got a miniature Dachshund, but it was still like, it was, it was like he was in my hand, but in a way that I was like, this doesn't feel, it's like giving rat. So yeah. <laughs> I was really confused. But the cute thing is the other one didn't fuck with me at all. He just pissed off. Like he literally hopped off the sofa, bam, bam, went about his day. Benji came straight over to me. I was like, he knows his man. So then they were talking about all of the things that I needed to know. I had a whole box of stuff, which was fab. But the the thing they were like heavily pushing was this raw food thing. And I was oh, like, okay. Okay, well, you know, that's a preference, I think. I'm definitely yeah. going to do fresh food, but mm-hmm. mm, I don't know raw if that's for me. But it was confirmed on the way home that I would not be doing raw when Benji at a, I think it was a, a green light, he was violently sick in the car all over me and all oh. that raw goodness was all over my face, neck and body. Oh, God, that makes me want to throw up. The smell, I can almost smell it now. And I was like, yeah, good shout, Marie. Raw food, is it? (laughs) And that's the thing, though, with raw food as well. I was having this conversation. So, I I mean, this is a whole new topic, whole new ball game. Raw food is one of those things. One, the expense. So, Fig is on, and everyone will have their own opinions, but Fig's on this kibble that I had did a lot of research into it's a fantastic like welsh brand and you yeah. can't just get it anyway but anyway so i i put fig on kibble but i've got a friend who has three dogs now i'm losing track and she feeds all three of them on raw and she literally texted me the other day just yeah. like she's sitting next to one of the dogs and it's farting so hideously that she's retching to the point of like tears yeah and i was like it, it's the raw it's, it's the so raw I, I, yeah it's the raw the smell so, I, so vile and his little face were just chunks of raw meat looking at me and i'm looking at oh, him and i'm like oh God. poor baby age as well he was like raw eight or nine weeks i was like it's just a lot do you know what I mean? Oh, it's like giving yeah. a baby a shot of tequila. Just wait <laughs> time for that. It's very intense what you're doing. You can follow us on Instagram using the handle at the dog owners pod. Alternatively, if you can see a tiny star on whichever platform you're using at the moment, if you haven't already, please kindly give us a rating. So that was the whole thing. And yeah. then the, the whole situation thus far is still trying because. I'm getting used to being in London, living in the capital city and just kind of like acclimating to life. Meanwhile, I have to then deal with all of these tiny dog things that I would normally have the support of family to deal with. And I'm doing it on my own. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why, why did I forget the input that 
my family had with raising dogs. Why did I just think I've had dogs before? This will be the same. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Because if somebody forgets to feed the dog, the dog dies. Okay. It's this whole new responsibility that you just did not anticipate. Didn't think it through at all. No. So th- like that. And then when I was dating, I'm not dating anymore because people aren't raising their sons correctly. But mm-hmm. when I was, it was just also like a whole thing where if there was no dog, it would just be like, oh, yeah, you can come back to mine. No problem. And then now yeah. it's a case of like, oh, you can come back to mine. But then are you good with dogs or are you going to be overly handsy? And like, you know, these people that just try and like lift up your dog. Like, can you not? Like the dog will bite you and I'll allow it. Yeah. You can't just go to grip up someone's dog. He doesn't know you. That is, that's assault in human yeah. terms. You can't, you can't do that. Or the dog is being over the top and you can see that, like the date's getting a bit annoyed, but you're a bit like, but it is his house. Like he does mm. live here. You don't live here. So you kind of have to like incorporate the dog into the date. And if you aren't even hundred percent sure if you like the guy, then the date could go horribly wrong and it actually could have gone well if there was no dog there. So there's all these things with just like bringing people into the house and then socializing him that it would just yeah. so stressful whereas now i'm a lot more like if you don't like dogs that's fine you don't have to come like yeah. I, i've kind of it's not that i wasn't putting him first before but i've realized that that's that's the unit in the same way that somebody shouldn't be like oh i'm gonna hide my child in the cupboard while yeah. someone comes around is the same energy i'm giving where it's like you deal with it or yeah. you can go talk me through the day because i'm still in my head trying yeah Picturing the fact that you're in the car covered in chunks of meat. Yes, I am. Yeah. Taking Benji home. home. So this, so you've not long been in London. No, I've been stage. in London for like a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. So when I say not long been in London, like you pretty much just arrived. Yeah, I just um, arrived. Yeah. And have then, you like, unpacked? What? Not enough. <laughs> so you've so you've taken Benji back to the flat where you yeah. barely unpacked. Mm-hmm. Did you have stuff for him at this stage? I, mean, I had everything for him. I didn't have enough for me. And then coming into the house dripping in meat didn't help for sure. <sighs> it didn't help. And the the issue then is obviously like it was actually really sad because when you first get a dog like this, they're super scared. You're not mummy yet. Mm. So like he was like shivering. Oh, it's actually breaking my heart. He was like shivering and crying. And oh. then I wanted to try and get him used to sleeping in like a crate or his own bed, but I'm just a, I'm an absolute puss. I'm a male. <laughs> I've I was got no say, boundaries. So how did you that's one of the big questions, isn't it? Well, one that shouldn't we shouldn't just mind your own business, people shouldn't be asking, but I'm going to. Crate training. Did you did he have a crate or were you initially from the get-go like, nope, here's my bed, that's your bed? I, he okay. had one, but I actually bought one that was the wrong size. I got him one and then realized that he was going to grow pretty quickly. And it probably was like a cat cage. And uh. I just I just thought to myself, I'm going to end up buying cages every other month at this rate if I don't get a bigger cage. So yeah. I sent it back with a view of getting like another cage. But by that point, before the exchange was able to be complete, I'd already succumbed to having him in the bed. Because mm. he would just be like crying, and I'm used to having the dogs in my bed anyway. If I'm honest, I'm that guy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. as I, the only thing that I now suffer with is I don't get any space from him. So there's no way to discipline him realistically. So what I am considering doing is maybe getting a baby gate. That's one thing I think I might do because I read somewhere that like you basically need to be able to like take them to their own space somewhere. They yeah. can't just have free reign of everywhere. And at the moment, he does. 
So that's yeah. kind of my mindset is to find a way to like sector him off because when people have those like unless it's a crate anything else I think is stupid I saw this thing where it's like something you put around them and I'm like you're acting like he, he can't <laughs> jump like the put way around- that these dogs jump like a fence he's not a sheep oh yeah yeah he like knows how to leap out of, out of Daxons can jump yes very very high very high are you making this up no it's insane what one time what did i have i had a pepperami and <laughs> he yeah leapt and his long sausage body collected the pepperami and pissed Stop. off find us on instagram at the dog owners pod and if you can hit the five stars that will give the pod a chance of making it to another episode Don't forget to hit follow and please, please share any stories, tips or show recommendations that you might have. They can be serious, heartfelt, embarrassing or funny. There is no judgment here. One last thing, if you could tell at least one person today about the pod, you could help someone else who may... Oh God, this actually sounds like a charity advert. Hit follow, please.